Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am chatting with Disney bride Lucy Donnelly, who had an escape wedding at Walt Disney World, and I thought her story would be particularly helpful and interesting to you because she planned her wedding all the way from Australia, which not only is it far away, but with the time difference makes it extremely difficult to connect with people in the U.S. sometimes. So I was interested to hear how that went and how it all turned out, and so I thought I'd ask her to be on the show. Welcome, Lucy. Thanks so much for having me. First, off the bat, you're in Australia. How did you guys decide to get married at Walt Disney World? Well, being so far away, we never got to visit Disneyland or Disney World when we were growing up. Uh, We both grew up with Disney movies, and I guess you could say we're big kids at heart. We visited the U.S. together in 2010, and on the last day of our holiday, we went to Disneyland. And we had a fantastic day and fell in love with it and were really sad that we only had the one day and couldn't wait to get back again. And then after we got home, we got engaged a few months later and we knew that we wanted to have a small wedding, but we didn't really have anywhere in mind. When I thought to myself, if I could get married anywhere in the world, where would it be? I thought of Disneyland. I didn't even know if they did weddings at that time, but I did some research and um, discovered that they did. There weren't really any packages in Disneyland that suited us, but then I discovered Disney World and we'd never been there before. Our wedding was actually our first time there and um, having the the smaller packages, it sounded like it could be a really good option and we love the idea of instead of spending lots of money on a big wedding at home, being able to have a big holiday and going back to the US. So, yeah. That's great. First, I should ask, how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? I think they were very surprised. I don't think any of them really knew anything about Disneyland or Disney World at all, um, let alone the fact that they did weddings. We actually decided not to have any guests at our wedding, mainly because of the time and the distance and the costs, and um, we didn't want people to feel pressured to attend, so we decided it would be just the two of us. Everybody was really supportive. We got a few of the typical jokes about Mickey Mouse walking us down the aisle. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, they were, they were really cool about it. And, and lots of people actually said they were a bit jealous of us eloping because we wouldn't have to worry about seating charts or trying to please other people and all that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I find myself, uh, when I was planning, sometimes being jealous of people who are eloping for that very reason. <laughs> and it just, there's something so romantic about it because the day, well, it depends on your, some people feel that weddings are for your family and other people feel that the wedding is for the two of you. So just depending on your perspective, I think it can be really romantic. Yeah, it was definitely the right decision for us. It was great just to focus on the two of us on the day. So now tell me a little bit about your process for planning from so far away. 
Well, I had to do a lot of research. Um, I really didn't know anything about Disney weddings or Disney World itself before we started planning. We had quite a while to plan. I think we were engaged for about 18 months um, because we had quite a long honeymoon. We were in the US for about eight weeks, so we needed a long time to, to save up. But they gave me lots of time to do my research. So I brought your passporters book, got onto the Diz boards, the various Facebook groups, did lots of research and tried to narrow down the best package for us and, and that kind of thing. I did everything as early as I possibly could. Um, so I phoned Disney right at the 12-month mark to pencil us in. I contacted them at exactly eight months out to confirm our date for the escape wedding. And I think that's really important for planning from so far away because it's quite hard to get instant responses to things with a, I think it's about a 12 or a 13 hour time difference to Orlando. Um, anything that you post in the mail takes a long time to get there. I did pretty much everything over email. I think we had three phone calls, the whole planning process. Um, that was the first one to touch base with Disney, our floral planning phone call, and I also phoned to pay for our marriage license by credit card to give them our credit card details. We did do our marriage license by mail and I've heard some horror stories about people doing that from overseas, but for us it was it worked out fine. Something else I did as well when I could was I would scan or fax things through to get them checked before we posted them because I was worried if I posted something it got there and it was wrong, I would run out of time to send it again. So like I scanned our marriage license and sent it through and checked it was going to be okay before I sent it. That's a really good point. And that the solicitor trick also works for people in the UK, I've discovered, because they also do not have a lot of notary publics. And I guess the ones they do have are really expensive. So uh, that's great to hear that it worked so well for you. We actually found a solicitor who did it for free for us as well. So that was a bonus. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, something else um, that was on my mind a lot during the planning was how I was going to get my dress there um, because we had three flights and a long drive where we um, started our, our trip in San Antonio and drove to Orlando so the dress had to travel a long way and I tossed up whether or not to take it on and hope that it would get hung or pack it in carry-on or checked or what to do. Uh, ideally I would have liked to have shipped it to the place that was steaming it but they didn't take international shipping so in the end I got the dress shop to squash it down as small as they could and took it in a carry-on suitcase because I decided it wasn't worth the risk of flying with three three different planes if one of them wouldn't hang it and it got squished overhead and got damaged so that worked really well and I actually had quite a bit of spare room in the carry-on suitcase to fit my shoes and a few other things in there too. Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah, I think people don't realize how small you can actually get a wedding dress, especially if it's one of the, you know, you're not talking about something with a lot of boning or construction. Uh, they can squish them pretty small. So that's a great idea to put it in a suitcase so it's protected and you can just carry it around instead of a big bag, which is so hard to lug. Yeah, and it was great for the rest of our honeymoon as well because I had it squished in that little suitcase and just forgot about it. So it was great. That's cool. And um, something else I did quite a bit of research in as well is uh, into tipping because we do not tip over here. I don't know if I've ever tipped anybody here before. Um, so just those learning about those little different customs and that kind of thing was really important um, too. We're very awkward tippers, I think, because it's just really <laughs> foreign to us. You know, I think I'm probably an awkward tipper too. I always just like thrust the money right under their nose and <laughs> run away. <laughs> 
we actually put ours in um, envelopes because we felt a little bit more comfortable giving someone an envelope, had a little card and they're saying thank you for being a part of our day and just felt a bit more comfortable doing that than um, handing out cash. So, oh, that's really yeah. classy. Oh, gee, I think that's um, I think that's most of the um, most of the important ones. Yeah, just um, the time difference was definitely a challenge, and that's why I found email so great. Because um, I could, it didn't matter if it was two a.m. or in Orlando, I could go ahead and send that email. And and Dis- I think Disney are, are pretty used to to dealing with that kind of thing, so it wasn't a big deal. Right. Now, which options from the escape package did you choose, and did you add any upgrades? The only upgrades we added were photography. We added on an extra hour before the ceremony because we really wanted some getting ready shots. So that gave us three hours in total with the two hours included with Escape. We also added on Magic Kingdom photos and we paid for the archival disc. So we substituted all of the included photography for the archival disc and paid $500, which was worth it for us. And we didn't want to have to lug the albums and things around on our honeymoon. The only other upgrade we did was I added in an orchid for my hair, which I think was $30. Otherwise, we um, went with all of the standard escape options. I did modify my bouquet slightly. I went with the island bouquet and I changed the colour of the flowers and, and the shape slightly. But other than that, we just chose from, from the escape options. You had a beautiful bouquet. What did you do to change it so that it looked that great? I changed the calla lilies to, um, I think they call them mango, like an orange colour. And I asked for it to be more of a uniform rounded shape because normally the calla lilies kind of stick out a bit. And um, the ribbon on the handle was a hot pink colour. And I did inquire about having orange roses in there as well as the pink roses, but that was going to be an upgrade cost. And the florist assured me that she thought there would be enough orange in there with the calla lilies and and on the day it was perfect. She also recommended, I didn't realise you could do this, but we changed the boutonniere as well. So that had a pink rose, a little green orchid, and that looked great too. And that was no extra cost also. Oh, that's nice. Which of the escape cakes did you choose? We went for the Mickey's Delight with the silver Mickey heads. And the flavours we got were marble cake with white chocolate mousse and yellow cake with raspberry mousse. And it was delicious, but it was way too big for two people, unfortunately. <laughs> we did a, we did our very best, but um, most of it ended up uh, we gave to the front desk at Wilderness Lodge, and I know those guys enjoyed it. I hate <laughs> throwing out food, so that was really great. Oh, that's nice. So can you give us a basic timeline for how your day ran? Yeah, it was actually a really relaxed day. It was it was great. We We had a really good time, and I think that was because it was just the two of us. We started the day with breakfast at the Crystal Palace um, just before Magic Kingdom opened. So that was really cool to be in there before all the crowds. And we had a lovely breakfast. The staff there were amazing. I mean, we wore our um, Happily Ever After badges and um, we marked on most of our reservations that we were having a wedding. So we did get a lot of congratulations at every restaurant, but Crystal Palace really went above and beyond. Um, And the manager actually went out and gave us a present. She got us the Mickey. Mickey ears, Mr. and Mrs. Mugs. So that was really, uh, really sweet and completely took us by surprise. We had a great breakfast, and um, I really recommend having a buffet for breakfast if you don't think that you're going to have lunch, which we didn't do because that tired us through till dinner. 
Then after breakfast, we made our way back to our room. We were staying in the Wilderness Lodge and we we're actually really lucky to get upgraded to one of DVC villas. So we had heaps of room to get ready in. And the dress steaming people arrived first. Um, we used Carolyn Allen's. They did a great job. They did my dress and Peter's suit. Then after they had left, the hair and makeup stylist arrived, did my hair and makeup and Shortly after she left, our photographer arrived for our getting ready photos um, and we had Cassie Peach from Disney Photography and she was awesome. She was really amazing. She was our first preference and we were really lucky to get her. She even helped because it was just the two of us helped me to get dressed and put Peter's boutonniere on and everything. And we had an hour with her to take some getting ready photos and photos around Wilderness Lodge before we had to make our way over to the ceremony and that was great as well because we got to know her then we caught the limo over to the Polynesian and our planner, our officiant and the violinist were waiting for us. And it was all very relaxed and casual. We made our way to Sunset Point. We had a 5pm ceremony. One of the main reasons for that is because we're both quite fair and I was really worried about getting sunburned if it was any earlier in the day. I just have to think about the sun and I just about burned. So that was mm. perfect for us. Smart. And this, we had our ceremony 5pm, it was probably about 10 minute ceremony or so. Then we cut the cake and had some champagne. The violinist took requests from us for a while, which was quite fun. Um, and then we had some photos around the Polynesian, three hours photos in total. After that, we made our way back to our room and we had a dinner reservation at Victoria and Albert's for 830 so we had a little bit of time to kill in between and I was originally going to go in my wedding dress but we had Magic Kingdom photos the next morning and I was a bit worried about having to take my hair down so late at night. So I actually got changed in between, in between then and took my hair down and everything and um, the limo took us to Victorian Alberts. That was the end of the four hours of limo time. We had a lovely dinner and uh, after dinner went straight to bed because we had to be up at 3.30 the next day for our photos. <laughs> um, the hair and makeup stylist arrived at 4. She looked fantastic for that time of morning. I looked terrible. Um, but luckily she worked her magic and um, uh, actually one of the best decisions that I made was to wear my head differently for the Magic Kingdom photos and on our wedding day because um, that gives a really nice variety in our photos. So I'm glad I did that. Then we got picked up at six for our Magic Kingdom photos, had an hour in the park. I think we got back to our hotel by about eight o'clock and then we went straight back to bed. <laughs> wow, that's a, that sounds like a great timeline. <laughs> um, now this is a, just a little silly detail, but with because I'm fixated on cake, since there are only two <laughs> of you, who toted the cake around while you were having pictures taken after the ceremony? I don't, the cake actually made its way into the back of the limo. I'm not oh. sure who took it there because our planner was with us while we we're having our photos taken. But um, we got back in the limo and the cake was there. And also we had a spare bottle of champagne uh -huh. because yeah, you get two included and we'd only opened one. So um, we enjoyed that later on in the trip. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Okay. So now when you were planning, what were the three most important aspects of your wedding to you where you focused your attention and your budget? Definitely the number one was photography and probably specifically the Magic Kingdom photos. I think that was what really made up my mind that we wanted to have a Disney wedding was looking at the Magic Kingdom photos. That was actually a bit of a stress when we were planning as well because we, um, we couldn't lock it in until we signed the contract for our wedding, which you can't do until eight months out. 
for escape and we knew that if we couldn't get a date we wouldn't be able to just fly back and have it done again coming from so far away and there were blockout dates around that time I think for when they put the Christmas decorations up so it was a big relief when we were able to get a date and we actually got our date in the last week before the two or three month lockout so we're really lucky so yeah photography was um, was definitely a big one and that's the major upgrades that we did was adding on the extra hour, the Magic Kingdom photos and the disc. And I'd say the other really important thing to me was probably the flowers. I'm a big flower person and um, I looked for, did a lot of research into the perfect bouquet. I knew I wanted something bright and colourful. So I didn't spend any of the budget on the floral because we just went with the included, but I did spend time customising it to get exactly what I liked. And then again, it- like you say, because it's a package, there's not as much give and take, but was there any aspect that you spent less time planning because it just wasn't as important and you wanted to focus your time on the things that were important? Probably the cake wasn't hugely important to us. And I feel a bit weird saying that because I have a huge sweet tooth and I love cake, but just because I knew that we wouldn't be eating a lot of it, just the two of us, so it didn't seem worthwhile to upgrade it. Also something we didn't have was a videographer and that's something that we, we're happy we didn't have and we don't regret at all. And that seems to be one people either go either way for. They either love it and feel it's a necessity or, or don't mind. And and I'm, I'm glad we didn't spend money on that. It was more important to us to have the photos. And we also didn't add on any decorations or, or floral to, to our venue to Sunset Point. There were options in the planning pack, but we thought it was such a, uh, a pretty venue already that it didn't need anything extra. That's great. So out of all of this, what was your favorite memory of your wedding day? I think it would have to be the Magic Kingdom photos. I think that was when we really felt like we were having a Disney wedding. And I, I was a bit worried as well because I've heard mixed mixed stories about how, how well people's photos turn out. I know that you didn't have a fantastic experience. <laughs> um, but at one point I was, I was even thinking to myself, even if the photos don't turn out, this has been such a great experience that just for this alone I'll be happy just being in the park before anyone else and watching the sunset. Um, it, was, it was almost surreal. Um, but we were lucky that our photos were fantastic. Um, Cassie was was wonderful and we don't usually like having our photos taken but she made us feel really at ease so yeah it was a great experience. That's wonderful. Now did anything not turn out like you had expected when you were planning or did were there any hitches? Everything went pretty smoothly. Um, the only minor hitch we had was that our flowers on our wedding day were about two hours late in arriving. Luckily, I didn't notice because I was so caught up in getting my hair and makeup done. I think they were meant to arrive about one o'clock and that's what we'd had on our contract. And just as I was finishing up with hair and makeup, I looked at the clock and it was nearly three and I had a little moment of panic and I got Peter to phone our planner and she said she'd decided to push it forward so they would be as fresh as possible when they arrived and we just didn't know that but he was still on the phone and there was a knock on the door and the flowers arrived so luckily that didn't turn out to be anything major. That's great. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like it was going to be a big deal beforehand and then it turned out not to be? Um, I think 
beforehand, I was a bit worried that I would feel really self-conscious being just the two of us and getting married in such a busy kind of public place. So I was quite nervous about that. But on the day, I barely noticed any other people. I think I was just caught up in the moment. And um, we did get lots of congratulations. And after our ceremony, there'd been some people standing outside the poly watching and they gave us a clap, um, which was really sweet. But yeah, I, I, I barely noticed anyone else at all. So it was definitely nothing worth worrying about. And then anything that you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? I think that I did so much research that I was pretty much prepared for everything. Um, So I really can't think of anything in relation to the wedding. But one thing I do wish I'd known um, for our honeymoon, uh, I think we had about eight or nine nights at Disney World. I wish I'd realised how much of a hassle and how time consuming it was going to be to change resorts Uh because we stayed at three different resorts and um, yeah, it took a big portion out of the day each time we moved. So I definitely wouldn't do that again and um, and I wish I'd given that more thought beforehand but at least we got to experience a few different resorts so yeah. which ones did you stay at we stayed at Wilderness Lodge for our first few nights and that's where we were lucky enough to get the upgrade to the villa then we moved to Port Orleans Riverside and finished off at Coronado Springs but actually after our wedding we uh, we went down to Miami then Key West and I was really sad because I didn't feel like we'd had enough time at Disney World and my lovely new husband surprised me by rearranging our itinerary and we had an extra two nights back in Disney World and we stayed at all-star music for those two nights so that was like a little bonus bonus Disney time what a sweet idea that was so neat of him yeah that was wonderful (laughs) so do you have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms Uh, I think it's important to do lots of research and if you can talk to other brides and grooms um, because you'll find out about a lot of things that you probably won't just from the information Disney gives you. Like I don't know if I would have realised I could change around my floral and that type of thing without talking to other people. For people planning from overseas, I'd recommend doing things as early as possible and and trying to be really organised. I'd written all the deadlines in my diary and did everything I could from the first day I possibly could. I think for those having an escape wedding, to remember that for Disney, these are really simple and straightforward weddings. So you don't always get a lot of contact from them and you're not going to get a lot of hand-holding and it doesn't mean that they're not going to do a great job or they don't care about your wedding, but they just do so many. So is there any place online where people can go to see photos of your day or read about it? I didn't have a planning journal on the Diz boards. I was just a bit wary of having photos on such a public forum. I do have a planning journal and recaps on the Disney Mooners forums, which is a private planning board. I'm also a member on the Diz Brides Facebook group. That's great. Well, Lucy, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips, especially for people who are coming from a great distance and maybe will help them be less anxious about planning from a distance. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun talking with you. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com weddings.asp. 
or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.